On this episode of Faith and Focus, we're going to do another chapter in Andrew Murray's book, Abide in Christ. And this week will be chapter four, entitled, As the Branch in the Vine. So I hope you enjoy it. And as always, there will be discussion questions you can follow on Facebook. There'll be the link to the page in the show notes. You can follow along and answer the questions as well and join the discussion. Hope you enjoy this episode. Hey guys, if you've been a listener of Faith and Focus for a while and have enjoyed what you've been hearing, I would love it if you would consider becoming a monthly supporter of the ministry. As a missionary within faith, my work is entirely supported by listeners like you who believe in the work God has called me to do, and podcasting is just a small part of that. I also teach the Bible at my local church, in the ministry house I live in, and with the young men God has put in my life to disciple. I also do biblical counseling that is entirely donation-based, so your monthly support goes in part to help support counseling sessions for people who may not be able to afford any or all of the cost of counseling. And with your monthly support, I would be able to go on to full-time ministry, which would include more podcast recording, new podcast ideas that we've had, and different forms of online teaching, as well as more availability for counseling sessions. If you'd like to become a monthly supporter, you can email me at dennissotherby at infaith.org or head over to infaith backslash dennis-sotherby. Thank you. Chapter 4, As the Branch and the Vine I am the vine, you are the branches. John 15, 5. It was in connection with the parable of the vine that our Lord first used the expression, Abide in me. That parable, so simple and yet so rich in its teaching, gives us the best and most complete illustration of the meaning of our Lord's command and the union to which he invites us. The parable teaches us the nature of that union. The connection between the vine and the branch is a living one. No external, temporary union will suffice, and no work of man can affect it. The branch, whether an original or an engrafted one, is such only by the Creator's own work, in virtue of which the life, the sap, the fatness, and the fruitfulness of the vine communicate themselves to the branch. And just so it is with the believer, too. His union with his Lord is no work of human wisdom or human will, but an act of God by which the closest and most complete life union is effected between the Son of God and the sinner. God hath sent forth the Spirit of his Son into your hearts. Galatians 4.6 The same Spirit who dwelled in and still dwells in the Son becomes the life of the believer. In the unity of that one spirit and the fellowship of the same life that is in Christ, he is one with him. As between the vine and branch, it is a life union that makes them one. The parable teaches us that completeness of the union. So close is the union between the vine and the branch that each is nothing without the other, that each is holy and only for the other. Without the vine, the branch can do nothing. To the vine, it owes its right of place in the vineyard, its life, and its fruitfulness. And so the Lord says, without me, you can do nothing. John fifteen five. 
The believer can each day be pleasing to God only in that which he does through the power of Christ dwelling in him. The daily inflowing of the life sap of the Holy Spirit is his only power to bring forth fruit. He lives alone in him and is for each moment dependent on him alone. Without the branch, the vine can also do nothing. A vine without branches can bear no fruit. No less indispensable than the vine to the branch is the branch to the vine. Such is the wonderful condescension of the grace of Jesus, that just as his people are dependent on him, he has made himself dependent on them. Without his disciples, he cannot dispense his blessing to the world. He cannot offer sinners the grapes of the heavenly Canaan. Don't marvel at this. It is his own appointment, and this is the high honor to which he has called his redeemed ones, that as indispensable as he is to them in heaven, that from him their fruit may be found, so indispensable are they to him on earth, that through them his fruit may be found. Believers, meditate on this until your soul bows to worship in presence of the mystery of the perfect union between Christ and the believer. There is more. As neither vine nor branch is anything without the other, so is neither anything except for the other. All the vine possesses, belongs to the branches. The vine does not gather from the soil its fatness and its sweetness for itself. All it has is at the disposal of the branches. As it is the parent, so it is the servant of the branches. And Jesus, to whom we owe our life, how completely does he give himself for us and to us? The glory which you gave me, I have given them. John seventeen twenty two. He who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do. John fourteen twelve. All his fullness and all his riches are for you, O believer. For the vine does not live for itself and keeps nothing for itself, but exists only for the branches. All that Jesus is in heaven, he is for us. He has no interest there separate from ours. As our representative, he stands before the Father. And all the branch possesses belongs to the vine. The branch does not exist for itself, but to bear fruit that can proclaim the excellence of the vine. It has no reason for existence except to be of service to the vine. Glorious image of the calling of the believer and the entireness of his consecration to the service of his Lord. As Jesus gives himself so holy over to him, he feels himself urged to be holy his Lord's. Every power of his being, every moment of his life, every thought and feeling belong to Jesus, so that from him and for him he may bring forth fruit. As he realizes what the vine is to the branch and what the branch is meant to be to the vine, he feels that he has but one thing to think of and to live for, and that is the will, the glory, the work, the kingdom of his blessed Lord the bringing forth of fruit to the glory of his name. The parable teaches us the object of the union. The branches are for fruit and fruit alone. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. John fifteen two. The branch needs leaves for the maintenance of its own life and the perfection of its fruit. And the fruit itself bears to give away to those around. As the believer enters into his calling as a branch, he sees that he has to forget himself and to live entirely for his fellow men. 
to love them, to seek for them, to save them. Jesus came for this. Every branch on the vine has to live as much as the vine itself. It is for fruit, much fruit, that the Father has made us one with Jesus. Wondrous parable of the vine, unveiling the mysteries of the divine love, of the heavenly life, of the world of spirit. How little have I understood you. Jesus, the living vine in heaven, and I, the living branch on earth. How little have I understood how great my need, but also how perfect my claim to all his fullness. How little understood how great his need, but also how perfect his claim to my emptiness. Let me, in its beautiful light, study the wondrous union between Jesus and his people until it becomes to me the guide into full communion with my beloved Lord. Let me listen and believe until my whole being cries out, Jesus is indeed to me the true vine, bearing me, nourishing me, supplying me, using me, and filling me to the full to make me bring forth fruit abundantly. Then I won't be afraid to say, I am indeed a branch to Jesus, the true vine, abiding in him, resting on him, waiting for him, serving him, and living only that through me, too, he may show forth the riches of his grace and give his fruit to a perishing world. It is when we therefore try to understand the meaning of the parable that the blessed command spoken in connection with it will come home to us in its true power. The thought of what the vine is to the branch and Jesus to the believer will give new force to the words, abide in me. It will be as if he says, think, soul, how completely I belong to you. I have joined myself inseparably to you, and all the fullness and fatness of the vine are yours in very deed. Now that you are once in me, be assured that all I have is wholly yours. It is my interest and my honor to have you be a fruitful branch. Only abide in me. You are weak, but I am strong. You are poor, but I am rich. Only abide in me. Yield yourself wholly to my teaching and rule. Simply trust my love, my grace, my promises. Only believe. I am wholly yours. I am the vine. You are the branch. Abide in me. What do you say, O my soul? Shall I any longer hesitate or withhold consent? Or shall I not, instead of only thinking how hard and how difficult it is to live like a branch of the true vine, because I thought of it as something I had to accomplish, shall I not now begin to look upon it as the most blessed and joyful thing under heaven? Shall I not believe that, now I am once am in him, he himself will keep me and enable me to abide? On my part, abiding is nothing but the acceptance of my position, the consent to be kept there, the surrender of my faith to the strong vine still to hold the weak branch. Yes, I will. I do abide in you, blessed Lord Jesus. O Savior, how unspeakable is your love. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Psalm 139.6 I can only yield myself to your love with the prayer that day by day you would reveal to me somewhat of its precious mysteries and so encourage and strengthen your loving disciple to do what his heart longs to do indeed always only wholly to abide in you
Questions for further thought. In the parable of the vine, what is the nature of the union or the personal relationship between Jesus and those who abide in him? How does this apply to your personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ? Two, what, according to the parable of the vine, is God's purpose in commanding you to abide in Jesus Christ? Three, as your true vine, in what ways does Jesus care for and bless you as you continue to abide in him? While Faith and Focus is a ministry of in faith, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of in faith as a mission.